1: We're not doctors, and we don't play them on the internet. Now, let's get ready to chew the fat. Mmm, bacon. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tactical Kitchen Show.
0: And it is episode 55.
1: Yep, the old double nickel.
0: And we literally just rolled back in from Austin.
1: We did. So we just got back from KetoCon. We haven't even finished unpacking yet, but we wanted to get a podcast out real quick to talk about everything that happened over the weekend down there in Austin.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's July 1st. We barely got back home, but we wanted to reach out and talk to you guys because some of you actually came up and talked to us.
1: We did. We saw people. Yeah. We saw people that actually, you know, had listened to the podcast and, uh, we really appreciate appreciate them coming up and just uh, you know hanging out.
0: I know. I, I I always think it's funny because I understand because I'm the same way. When I go up to someone I don't know, I'm like, I'm sorry to bother you, <laughs> <laughs> but oh my gosh, it's no bother at all. Didn't you feel that way? I love it.
1: I I absolutely love it because uh, that way you get to hear someone that they they've heard the podcast, so you get feedback. And I know we say that we do this all the time for our, you know for ourselves and for everyone else but it's great to hear what people have to say about the show.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm just like I like friends. I want more friends. <laughs> I you know we work from home and when you get out in public I'm like one of those like I like people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like
0: people. Yeah. So That's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever see us out please come up and and say, you know say whatever you have to say whether it's good or bad. Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, just uh, forewarned if just, you say bad, I start crying. Well,
1: just forewarned if you say bad, you're you're going to get pushed back. I, I don't I don't usually you know just let things go.
0: Oh well, everybody's so nice though. No one oh. would do that. Everybody's eating carnivore we, yeah. or keto. We didn't
1: have any of that, uh, just so you know. But no
0: vegans listen to this podcast. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, did, I did get a uh, a friend request on Facebook from somebody that is a total vegan. And I'm, like, on the fence of, like, should I accept this or I should I not? I it's a I total not?
0: troll thing.
1: I, yeah, I do, too. I think they're just trying to, uh, you know, clearly they know what we do because it's yeah. all over my stuff. It's not like I keep it a secret.
0: No, we're not secret meat eaters.
1: No, I'm not a secret meat eater. <laughs> a closet meat eater. A
0: closet carnivore. Closet carnivore.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, a man. A closet carnivore. A
0: closet carnivore. There
1: are some closet carnivores because... What what was the one of the things we talked to everybody, they talked about the feedback they get from their family or friends.
0: Yeah, and I always say sometimes family is they can be the best, but they can also be the worst. Mm-hmm. It's like they're fine as long as you're eating McDonald's. But as soon as you say, I'm gonna eat McDonald's maybe, but I'm not gonna eat the bread or the fries or have a coke, they're like, You're gonna die. <laughs>
1: it's because really weird. You took
0: away the bread and the fries. How strange is that?
1: Yeah, you took away all the things that weren't actually food.
0: You know, uh, and that's something that we get a lot, or we did get a lot. Um, we don't get it very often anymore because I think people have learned just don't don't even mention
1: it to them. <laughs> I think they gave but, up.
0: Yeah, they give up. But a lot of people struggle with that, even within their own home. And it's it's I know how hard that that could possibly be. I mean, everybody's had some sort of conflict in your home before, so any conflict is difficult. But when it's every time you sit down to eat, maybe, and you have that pushback, that's really difficult. So, man, if there's anything we could do to help anybody with that, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, just reach out.
0: I I guess my, my one suggestion would be, unless it's someone in your house, which it's hard to avoid, but if it's just people outside of your home, just don't talk about it anymore for a while until like they start going, oh my gosh, look at your results. You're like doing so much better. Your health is, in, is improving and you look, you look so good. And then what are you doing? And then boom.
1: Yep. So th- that's a great thing about going to, uh, you know, KetoCon. This is our first time there, but we experienced this at, you know, Low Carb USA, which, we, you know, we go to those conferences, which we love as well. Uh, it's you kind of get in the environment of these are your people.
0: Absolutely. You walk in and you're like, I started a creepy cult, and these are my people. <laughs> you know, that's how I feel. I'm like, look, these are my creepy cult friends. I well, and that's it.
1: what Mary said. We met, but uh, Mary, she listens. Uh, I think she listens to the show and checks us out on Instagram. But uh, that's what Mary said. She said her family thinks she's in a cult.
0: Isn't that crazy? It's the carnivore cult. I'm, I'm now. I've got two things rolling yeah. off this podcast: closet carnivores and, and carnivore, carnivore cult. cult. And um, which brings me to my next thing, real quick. Yes, about. Another hashtag or saying we met Tony from Wichita Falls, which we live in this podunk town, Rome, about an hour (laughs) and a half from Wichita Falls.
1: Uh, Yeah, about that. Depending on part of of Wichita Falls you're at, it's about an hour to hour and a half.
0: Yeah, so we run into Tony, and I'm not going to try to say his last name because it's Greek and it's long. It's long. It's a lot of words.
1: It's Tony (laughs) Glophenophenopoulos. (laughs) He knows. Tony, you
0: know who you are. He knows. So we kind of came up with this whole thing of trying to connect all of our Texas friends who are eating keto or carnivore and the Texas Keto Mafia, which he came up with that, and Mm -hmm. I really like that. I've already told him on social media that now we need t-shirts. Yeah. Definitely need t-shirts.
1: The Texas Keto Mafia. That's a good.
0: I like it. We can make those. I like it because it's kind of like redneck, and you know, I don't know. We're a little redneck. (laughs) If you met us, you know.
1: So first impressions from uh, KetoCon. Like when you first get there, you walk into the the Palmer Event Center.
0: Yeah, whatever it's called.
1: And, uh, you know, and they have... The first impression is they have a huge amount of vendors.
0: Yes. Oh, well, the first impression was we got there on (laughs) Friday morning when it started. And we pull around and we're like, what the heck? There's a line all the way down the sidewalk like you're standing in line for barbecue at Tony Black's. Yeah, And I know it was everybody getting their badges, you know, and we just were like, we're just gonna wait. <laughs> so we went and got coffee and then came back when there was no line. So the first impression you get is, there's a lot of people here. A
1: lot of people. I was like, man, that's a, I mean, it was a a significant line out the door, you know, waiting to get your badges. So that was the first impression was, there's a lot of people here.
0: Which is so awesome because that means that many people are interested in their
1: health. Mm -hmm. And then when we got in, another great uh, coincidence, we ran into Daniel Martin.
0: Okay, so we did a meetup group for a while here in the area, in our local area, and we did a carnivore meetup, and we had one person show up, and it was Daniel, <laughs> and he lives farther away from us. I won't say his town, but he, he doesn't live right near us. We met him. We met up a few times to talk about diet, and yeah, we walk in, had no idea he was going to be there, and I'm like, that looks like Daniel.
1: Yeah, and it was Daniel.
0: It was. And it was so, so fun to see someone else who is that interested Mm -hmm. that they took time to drive to, you know, a city hours away and make a weekend of you know, investing in themselves and learning about keto and meeting people mm-hmm. and just being a part of that community. And
1: and he has a great story about using carnivore to control uh, epilepsy and come off medications using the diet. So, yes. and he's going to start, uh, I think, putting more information out about, about his journey and how he's doing on the carnivore diet.
0: Yeah. And we definitely want to get him on here talking about it because when you come off of a medication for seizures after 18 years, I think that deserves your own podcast episode. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And we should all celebrate that. Everyone <laughs> stand up, celebrate, clap your hands. Okay. Right,
1: yeah. <laughs> It's it's a good thing. Um,
0: Absolutely. So
1: once you get in, there's a lot of vendors. And um, the, the most we've seen at any of these conferences.
0: Yeah, huge vendor section, which um, is always fun. Yeah. Because you get free stuff.
1: I don't know how many. Yeah, free stuff is good. Free bacon from Peterson Farms is always great.
0: Okay, can't say enough about Peterson Farms. Mm-hmm. Can't say enough about how good the meat is. It's so good.
1: It's delicious. You can't... Uh, and they have it going all the time it's so it's
0: constantly the good smell so
1: you're constantly walking by the the Peterson Farms booth just so you can get more meat they always And you know meat.
0: we had Josh Peralt yep. on the podcast and he he's the vendor there he's always he, he's the he's the uh, sausage vendor there he,
1: he is the the most entertaining and fun to talk to and great to be around vendor there at all oh, the shows he's so
0: fun yeah he's so fun we had our very first interaction with Josh at the very first Low Carb USA when he was working for a different company yep and he was the very first experience we had with a vendor at a low carb pack conference <laughs> and he was a riot
1: yep and we love you know, Josh. We've done a, uh, an interview with him. He has a great story, and he's a great person in general. So if you haven't heard that one, go check out our podcast with uh, Josh Peralt.
0: I'm not going to tell you what number it is because I can't remember right off the top what? of my head. You don't know? I want to say 14, but I don't know if that's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't call me to that. All
1: right. So uh out of the vendors, we what we did was we went around. Some of them we knew. We already knew the product. We knew what they had. So we try to uh, go around and find anything that was new and uh, you know just
0: exciting. Exciting.
1: <laughs> what's your new exciting product? Because that's what everybody wants to know—is what's coming up. And there were there were a couple that were um, a new twist on an old thing, I guess. Yeah. You know, because coffee. Yeah. Coffee's not new.
0: Coffee is not new. Uh,
1: you know, there's lots of companies that do certain types of coffees, but there was a couple there that that were that, you know new to, new to the space and had good products.
0: Well, one of them was uh, Strong Coffee, mm-hmm. and we tried that one. I really liked it. It was very clean ingredients. Yep. And what I like about it is a, a lot of times we like we were traveling this week and we were in our camper, and it, it's a convenient product because it has the coffee, it has the fat, and it has some protein in it. And so, really, you can get a good cup of coffee without having to have a lot of equipment because it's just an instant
1: Yeah, coffee. it's an instant, like, everything coffee.
0: Yeah, and so you can drink it cold or, or hot, and then that way, like, for us, let's say we, we didn't have power or something in our RV, it would be a great kind of, ha- like, easy thing to have and still be able to have your coffee, um, I think it's great for like travel, great for hiking, because mm-hmm. we've talked about going on some long hikes in the near future, maybe, hopefully. So, things like that. It's a really good company to check out.
1: I think we should just do the, the Grand Canyon rim to rim.
0: Just I've told you I want to do that. Right off the bat. I want to do that.
1: I think it's like 24
0: wanna, miles or I something. I want to do it.
1: Okay. All right. Great. I Everybody heard it. it. Hold her to it.
0: I, okay. You know what? I am setting an intention, <laughs> I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to execute the plan. Okay.
1: Execute the plan, not the messenger.
0: Okay. And (laughs) that comes from, really, we we didn't honestly get to hear a whole lot of the speakers because we were busy out in the vendor section. Well,
1: when you, so, you know, when you, when you've been to six conferences, I think it's about how, how many we've been to, we've heard uh, most of the speakers, and we've you know, we've been convinced already. It's not like, yeah, we don't need to You do have things. to convince us. We do, we do like to uh hear people that we know well, uh, like we, you know, Peter Ballerstead, we you know, we listen to him speak because his stuff's always great. Um, and um, we heard Robert Sykes' story, so uh, we heard Kristen uh, Rowell talk, you know, mm-hmm. so we heard all those. Um, But yeah, we spent most of the time socializing out with the vendors and with the people around the vendor tables.
0: Right. And so that's how we got with the strong coffee and tried that. Mm -hmm. And I like anybody who's giving away coffee or meat. (laughs) So strong coffee, Peterson Farms, and of course, down the row from strong coffee is one of our favorite fat on-the-go products, which is F-Bomb.
1: F-Bomb. So we've we've talked about F-Bomb quite a bit. We use F-Bomb in our uh, training regimen, if you will. You know, I take it on bike rides, or you can use it during uh, events because it's easy to, to intake. It's not heavy. It's easy to carry, so it doesn't take up much space, and it tastes great.
0: Yeah, and even though we've been eating carnivore, when we travel like this, like today, driving home, um, I got you know, a little hungry. So we had our Peterson farm bacon snackles mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and then I had an F bomb and it was so good and just convenient and easy.
1: Yep. And Ross and Kara who run F bomb are really great people in general.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, there's some, you know, you're not going to love every CEO of every company you buy a product from, but I will tell you as far as those people go, yeah, I would let them babysit my 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 children. <laughs> now they, Not that they would want to. They
1: do have a couple other products. They just came out with uh, with well, what we call meat sticks. Just yeah, you know, like like meat little sticks. slim Snack gems kind of thing.
0: Snacky sticks. And
1: they were delicious. They were really good.
0: Very clean, no sugar, all yep. the good stuff that you find keto people want in a food.
1: And they also have uh, what's the name of their cheese product?
0: Uh, it's a crisp. It's a Is it cheese crisp? crisp? It's I think. So. They, so. You know,
1: yeah, it's, it's a cheese crisp and it's really good as well.
0: Unfortunately, I can't eat cheese, so I did not get to try those. And I'm, I'm sad about that because they looked really good and crunchy and delicious.
1: Well, if, if you like uh, Cheez-Its or anything like that, this is a clean version of that. It's really good. Yeah, for sure. So, so F-Bombs, if you never check them out, we can't say enough about their products and, and them as people.
0: Yeah, and there was so many products. Like, well, like we said, the vendor section was enormous. Yes. And granted, when you get that, you're going to get some winners. You're going to get some losers. <laughs> and so,
1: so who was on the loser side?
0: Well, there was a lot of stuff that we didn't try because it's not that it's a loser, but for us right now, it is because we're not we're not eating that stuff. Like anything that's a baked good or a bread or anything like that. We're just kind of passing on it. A, I know how to make that, and B, we're not eating the almond flour baked products right now. So right. for me, those things are, you know, I can pa- I just pass right by.
1: Yeah, we didn't spend a whole lot of time talking to anybody that had a baked good that uh, they were they have come up with because again, it, right now it just does not interest us uh, because of how we're eating. And yeah. there was, but there was uh, one booth that had it was a mushroom noodles.
0: Yeah, a lot of people know about those. They're uh, they're the mushroom noodle things i i've never used them i'm i don't want that
1: (laughs) no and and again they're they're uh they're keto because of you know the no no carbs so but it's just not something that we're interested in now other things uh there was a cool uh a, a canned drink called liquid
0: yeah and it was bhb and caffeine
1: yeah and um we tasted that and it tasted really good
0: Yeah, it was an exogenous ketone with caffeine in a fizzy drink. Mm -hmm. And it was sweetened with stevia, and they had strawberry, tropical punch or fruit, and then the cherry lime was my favorite.
1: Yeah, it it seemed like a pretty good product, actually. They're only uh, two months old as a company, right? so they're just getting started, and it it seemed like a good product. It was called liquid. I think they spelled liquid with a K.
0: Yeah, I think so. It was spelled weird, but you know, you have to do that because... Your branding.
1: Yeah, your branding. Um, but it was pretty good. Uh, and so uh, any other products that caught your eye?
0: Uh, well, there was some stuff we didn't get to try. Like there's a new thing. I've never seen it before, and it's by Keto KetoSport. Mm-hmm. And it was the BHB, but no, it's not the salt. It's the ketone ester. Right,
1: it was an ester.
0: And it had CBD oil in it as well, mm-hmm. which a CBD oil concentrate and I found that really interesting because for people who have uh, you who use CBD oil and who also want exogenous ketones, that seemed like a good a good product.
1: I I to thought try. it was a really interesting product because uh, CBD oil and ketones uh, separately have been used for uh, anti anxiety or PTSD or however you want to classify it. Um, because ketones regulate brain functions. So right. if you're overexcited, it'll calm them down and, and vice versa. And uh, a lot of people use CBD for the same thing, for the calming effect. So now you've got one drink. And it was interesting because CBD oil by itself is usually expensive. Right. And ketones by themselves are usually expensive. And this product was uh, $120, I think, for 30 servings.
0: Right. And it's called Be Calm.
1: Be Calm with a K.
0: With a K. Uh, Yeah, and I thought, wow, that might be something that if someone is struggling with anxiety Mm -hmm. and they have trouble with their ketone production, just, you know, because when you're anxious and that cortisol is running all the time or something like that, sometimes people have trouble making endogenous ketones. Mm -hmm. So that might be a product that could help someone with... Their ketone production, as well as maybe the calming effect, right? It says it right in the label be calm, <laughs> right
1: on the label. It says it right there, it's got to work. Um, that would be something that I would be interested in trying at, at some point. And if, if you're someone out there that that you know tries products for those specific reasons, then it, it sounded like one that was pretty good. And, and Keto it, Sports is not a new company, they've been around, they did Keto Kana. Kana.
0: yeah, they were like the first uh exogenous ketone mm-hmm. on the market. Um, we actually tried that a long time ago, and um, way back in the day.
1: Way back in the day. Way
0: back in the day in like 2015 or 2016, um, a long time ago. We,
1: we also, you know, we had uh, uh, Robert Sykes with Keto Savage was there with his Keto Brick. which. Okay,
0: that was the busiest F-Bomb and Keto Brick. Those were the two busiest booths besides Peterson's.
1: Yeah, but besides Peterson Farms, and those were all drive-bys, people just stealing meat. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Keto Savage, Robert, He was. they were busy the whole time. Um, we had yeah. to basically schedule an appointment just to, just to kind of walk <laughs> up and talk to him. Um, but, uh, yeah, and he's doing great. We're going to have him back on the podcast at some point. Him, yeah, him
0: and Crystal. Him
1: and Crystal because they have a great story. And they a lot of changes in the past year for those guys.
0: Lots. Yeah, they got married. They
1: got married. Everybody
0: knows that. They're
1: doing really well, having a good time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so my one product that was not a booth, but a product that we discovered uh, while we were there, uh, it's called Kratom.
0: Right. That was, that was totally random.
1: Totally, totally random. So it's Kratom, K-R-A-T-O-M, uh, and it's a, it's a natural product, and uh, we got introduced uh, to it by a guy named Chris Bell.
0: Yeah. If you don't know who Chris Bell is, just Google that.
1: (laughs) Go Chris Bell. He's a filmmaker. He's a documentarian. He makes a lot of really uh, impactful uh, documentaries. He made Bigger, Stronger, Faster, Mm -hmm. uh, Prescription Thugs. Uh, The current one he has made uh, is called A Leaf of Faith, and it's about Kratom. And uh, Kratom is a, a natural pain reliever. Right, uh, that he uses to manage his pain because what I didn't know is Chris had a double hip replacement surgery. Right. So, and he deals with a lot of arthritis, and he in the past had an issue with being addicted to you know uh, opioids, and he talks freely about it, and and he's conquered that addiction, and one of the things he he used to conquer it was kratom.
0: Yeah, and it's we we we've already got plans to have him on the podcast to talk about this. A, he's over forty, mm-hmm. and he's an athlete. He's a bodybuilder, and he's a filmmaker, and he's he's got all this information on kratom. He's done the documentary on it and all the research. He uses it himself. It's something that could be beneficial to people who have chronic pain, mm-hmm. and he's also more. Carnivore, I think, isn't he? At this he's, time, yeah, he's, he's more doing carnivore, carnivore now. He's yeah, he's doing carnivore, and um, so it's just that's we've made some connections this weekend for episodes for you guys that are going to bring you. We're going to bring you some new information, and then you're going to hear a few of the same people, but it's still going to be new information, like Doctor Ken Berry. Um, we already made plans to, uh, to schedule a time for him to come back and, and also his wife, Nisha. And we want to talk about pregnancy and child, you know, rearing on a keto diet. keto diet. Yeah. And so a lot of really interesting things coming up with the podcast episodes, And I'm really excited about that. That's why it's so good to go to these things. We got to talk to everyone. We
1: did. Um, You know, running into Chris Bell is great. I mean, we're not. It's not like we're friends. We've we've met him before, and he is a very nice, very honest, very upfront guy. Uh, And I appreciate him uh, taking the time to introduce us to that product.
0: Oh yeah, he just gave it to us.
1: Well, we were talking about, uh, you know, uh, working out because we're about the same age. He's a little younger than I am, but, you know, basically the same age. And we were talking about, he mentioned his hip replacements and, and not even a knee replacement. And when I mentioned that, he, he like stopped what he was doing and he pulled something out of his bag. and He said, you need this. Yeah. And, uh, and that's when we got in the conversation about it. So And, and again, we're not going to get in depth because we're going to have him on and we're going to talk about that in depth when he comes on.
0: Exactly. And I will say we both, like I have the tendonitis in my glute right now, mm-hmm. my hamstring tendonitis that I'm kind of dealing with. And riding riding in the car, sitting for long periods of time is a little problematic for me right now. I'm still working out. I know I probably shouldn't be, but <laughs> I'm still doing that anyway. I'm hard headed in that way, but we did both take some of the Kratom and I was one of those people that took drugs from strangers. (laughs) I I thought about it later and I was like, I don't even know what this is, but you know, okay. And um, so we took that and I noticed, I only took one capsule and he didn't really say a whole lot about what it did. It was just very, you know, very brief. He was telling us about it, but I did notice in about 30 minutes that when we sat down to listen to one of the speakers that I could sit there with no discomfort. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have to fidget around. My hip didn't ache or hurt and I thought that was really interesting and then one thing that's difficult with the tendonitis right now is to sit on like our couch in the RV where when we have it pulled out where you can stretch your legs out in front of you. And to sit that way is really uncomfortable for me. And when we sat down later in the RV, I didn't have any discomfort.
1: Well, uh, w- you know, one of the reasons he handed it off to us was because I was talking about how my knee was acting up. Because one of the things we do when we're down there in Austin, of course, we eat a lot of barbecue because it's everywhere. And one of the kind of the hidden things about eating barbecue is that you can't take in too much barbecue sauce.
0: No. And sometimes they use a sugar in their rub and different things like
1: that. So I had eaten quite a bit of barbecue and my knee was acting arthritic. It was acting up. And you're standing up and walking around a lot. So I took a a couple of the kratoms and uh, pills and within 30 minutes, the knee pain was completely gone.
0: Which I found really interesting. And you don't like, it's not like you feel anything weird.
1: No, it just was no pain. Which is significant because in the past I'd taken a lot of, uh, you know, ibuprofen and Aleve and uh, all those things, and they have a negative impact on your kidneys. So,
0: right,
1: and this and, doesn't,
0: which is huge. and And I know that he was on Joe Rogan's show, and he talked a lot about this. Mm-hmm. and um, so there's a lot of information we'll bring you guys about this when we have him on. That's going to be a really, a really good podcast episode, I think.
1: Um, in, in addition, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, talk, talking to Dr. Ken Berry, who is a great person. And he he spoke there and had a good good talk.
0: I knew he was tall. <laughs> I knew I knew he was tall from from people and pictures, but I didn't know that he was like. Big bird tall.
1: He's really tall. He's a really tall guy, uh, really fun to talk to as well. Um, you know, just,
0: just. Oh, yeah. Such a, a super fun such guy. Such a funny person. And um, kind of ribbed us a little for not having him back already, I guess.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, we, we love talking to him the first time. So we, we would have him back anytime. So, we're going to set that up.
0: Well, you know how it is. We're kind of like, we don't want to bother you. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But I guess we're going to start bothering people. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll bother everybody, we're you going know? We're
0: bother you like our cat bothers our dog.
1: Oh, my I gosh. So, um, I think that kind of is, for the most part, KetoCon in a nutshell.
0: Well, yeah, for the vendor side. And then, like we said, we didn't really get to listen to a lot of speakers, but... I really like the focus of Ketocon. Mm-hmm. Now, when we go, I think you've got to have a little bit of everything when it comes to things that people can attend like this. So we go to low-carb, and that's very science, and there's, you know, it, it's sci- more science-heavy. Yes. We really love that because right. then we get to get some more knowledge to bring back to you guys. Then we go to Ketocon, and there was information not as science-heavy, but so many good stories right and more about like what's actually happening on the street
1: yeah so so low carb USA which is is awesome is gets really deep in the weeds about what's happening in your body when you when you eat things and when you have diabetes and it's very when you have cancer it's very very techy on that side and these are on the opposite are people that have stories that of what they did with all that information right
0: and I, and I love, you know, I, I can't say enough. I, I mean, Kristen's our friend, and I loved her presentation. We're going to have her back to talk about her new adventure mm-hmm. and what she's doing and kind of her plan on moving forward in health coaching and different things. She's actually going to be a nutritional therapy practitioner like myself. Oh, yeah.
1: Great, so great path.
0: It's an absolutely awesome path. So, so many things. Mm-hmm. Coming on the podcast.
1: Yes. So yeah. we don't want to give too many away, I guess, but but that's it. We wanted to do a quick uh wrap up of KetoCon before it got too late in the day and yeah. um we wanted to do other stuff like work out.
0: Oh, I still get to work out. It's still early enough. It's only three twenty four. <laughs> I gotta put this out and then go work out. And go work
1: out. <laughs> Okay, all right, you got anything else wrapping up?
0: Uh, No, I think that's going to do it.
1: All right, well, hey, uh, we appreciate seeing seeing everyone down at KetoCon, and if you talk to us, great. We really appreciate that as well. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Go out there, eat fat, and prosper. Thanks for listening to the Tasco Kitchen. Hit subscribe and leave us a review.
0: Don't forget to send your questions to vtkquestions at gmail.com. And visit our website, thetacticalkitchen.com.